Welcome to Off the Newsroom Podcast. Don't have time to read? Don't worry, we'll fill you in. I'm your host, Alex. And I'm your host, Kristen. And on today's show, we'll be discussing the Supreme Court ruling for the travel ban, a Florida man hitching a ride on the hood of a car, protesters at the Homeland Shelter for the Separation of Immigrant Families, and the violent murder of a Bronx teen. So let's kick this off with the Supreme Court travel ban. So the Supreme Court ruled on Tuesday that Trump's travel ban, they ruled for Trump's travel ban with a 5-4 vote. So the conservative majority court sided with the president while the liberal or the opposing part of the court said the court was making a historic mistake by making a decision that ignored the fact that the ban discriminates against Muslims. So the ban has been in effect since last fall, and it bars travelers, even people like from this country, um, from eight countries, six of them being Muslim majorities. Um, So Chief Justice Roberts wrote that the travel ban was well within the president's power over immigration and responsibility for keeping the nation safe. He rejected any challenging claims about anti-Muslim bias and completely denies what Trump has tweeted or stated over the past years. Funny enough, Trump tweeted like right after the ruling, Supreme Court upholds Trump travel ban. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, are we kind of shocked at all that he tweeted anything? Like, no. (laughs) No, of course. I mean, it's no shock. Um, I don't understand why the justice just kind of sideswept it, but I'm sure a lot of people are baffled by it. And you see a lot on social media, people who are just as um, confused as to why they just like s- just swept that aside and mm-hmm. it was just like no this has nothing to do with like muslims or anything even though like trump openly stated you know all those things over twitter yeah it's it's no speeches, secret like all that stuff so the justice like roberts justice roberts never outright endorses trump's comments um so what he says what just what justice roberts says is Um, But the issue before us is not whether to denounce the statements. It is instead the significance of those statements in reviewing presidential directed neutral on its face, addressing a matter within the core of executive responsibility. So that's just like a lot of talk. But the the part where he says neutral on its face, like as as if saying like the president, what the president is saying is like just has nothing to do with, you know, like the religion or anything Mm -hmm. like that. It's just everything is just about national security yeah and you know that's pretty iffy oh that's a big iffy that's no like i i think they are discriminating against muslims it's, yeah yeah like out of the eight countries six of them are muslim majorities come on and we already know from past that how trump feels about the muslim countries and muslim people so you can't tell me this is not discriminatory when it is. Yeah. So just like it's also been going around in social media how passionately um, Justice Sotomayor has been feeling about it, too. Like she she also talked about her opinion, her dissent in the um, in the court. Um, so Justice Sotomayor stated that the ruling um repeats mistakes of the past and says that it's similar to the Korematsu versus U.S. case. Do you know what that is? No. Not really. 
That was when Japanese Americans were placed in internment camps during World War II. Yeah, that that I do remember. Yeah. Like when that all. So she basically says Korematsu was gravely wrong the day it was decided, has been overruled in the court of history and to be clear, has no place in law under the Constitution. So, yeah, that was just one of like the few things that she said about um, in her dissent. Um, so federal trial judges in Hawaii and in Maryland have blocked the ban, um, because they find that the new version just looks too much like its predecessors. And Mm -hmm. the Supreme Court says it's reasonable and that it has a waiver program that allows, you know, people from the affected countries to enter the U.S. But like through April, the administration has granted waivers to less than 2% of visa applicants since the ban took effect. So it doesn't look like whatever's going on now is having is really working that well yeah like it's people have been using other ways to get into the country because Mm -hmm. the the van the ban i'm sorry the ban that they've implemented now is just it doesn't it just doesn't how can i describe it it's like squeezing like a mattress through a keyhole. I don't know how to say it. No, but you know what you know what I mean. Like yeah. they're not letting anyone in. They're not no. letting anyone in. The number and shows. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. So it doesn't and the numbers show what you're stating. It's yeah. It's awful. So to give you like more like the numbers, it's five hundred seventy nine out of thirty three thousand one hundred and seventy six. Wow. That's it's shocking. It really is. So, moving on from something national to something still not great, but we got a we got What's an American hero. We got an American hero involved in this. Buzz Aldrin, you know him as one of the people that went up to space in Apollo 11. Uh, hey. right? Yeah, he's suing two of his kids and former business manager um, because he is accusing them of misusing his credit cards, transferring money from an account, and slandering him saying he has dementia. Wow. So he asked a Florida judge to remove his son from control of his financial affairs, social media accounts, and several nonprofit and business enterprise. And he revoked the power of attorney he gave his son, Andrew, But he still continued making financial decisions. And then his daughter, Janice, is in the lawsuit for not acting in his financial interests and conspiracy. And he accused former manager Christina Corp of fraud, exploitation of the elderly, and unjust enrichment. So he that's two of his kids. He got three kids. His other son, James, not in this legal fight. I bet he's like, uh... Thank God I'm sitting, I'm not in this. I'm not in this craziness. I mean, usually, like, when, like, a kid, like, insults their parent, they're just like, I'm just going to cut you off or something. But this guy's just like, I'm going to take you to court. <laughs> he is taking <laughs> them to court. I mean, if he's he is accusing them, but if mm-hmm. this turns out to be true, you know, they're slandering him. They're taking his money away from him and using his credit card like it's nothing. So... Mm. Those guys need to need to get their stuff together. It's a big yikes. That's that's yikes. Yeah. Well, here's here's another yikes. So Ooh, tell me. Move moving on to our next story. Um, a Florida man hitches a ride on the hood of a car, right? So what? A guy was 
filmed riding the hood of a woman's car. That was the car was going 70 miles per hour on the I-95. So someone posted on Twitter the accounts like Danny Maida and the driver and the man on the hood like the driver, the woman driver and the man on the hood were having were having a conversation. The what? person filming was like saying that um she was pissed off. Um the person who posted the video has said that the that they were worried, like him and the people that they were with in the car, that they were worried that the man was going to slide off the car and hit them. Um, and eventually the car exited on Ives Dairy Road and then Mida called 911. Oh, my God. Yeah, then he says that the man was on the phone, like Wait, on the car. What? So while the woman with the, with the woman driving and... I'm just and that he didn't even look scared, but what? you know that's Florida for you. <laughs> Wait a minute. So he's like what, like chilling on this hood of the car, yeah, having basically. a conversation, like it's no no big deal, going seventy miles an hour, correct? Yes. What? Like seventy mile? Yeah. So he's just like chilling, like I don't know what he's saying, like. Yeah, I, I would really love to know like what they were talking about. I like, what was know. so important to risk your life and hang off someone's <laughs> someone's freaking car on like on the highway? Like, oh, I would love to be on a the fly. I, don't know I would sure. love to be a fly on the wall in that conversation, just to know how that you transpired. Know, just one hand on the hood, what, the other one. What made like, him decide to get on the hood of the car? And how? far along did they get from the streets to get on the highway where nobody called the cops yeah that's a good question like why didn't anyone call the cops before <laughs> what like somebody had to have seen and it why, it was like that and why that, did she let him no. do it there's so many so many questions hanging in the air yes Just, yes oh no 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 that's florida okay <laughs> so next next story is about the score the protesters gathering at homestead shelter to protest separation of immigrant families this is a story by our lovely maria jills here at sfns um on saturday at homestead temporary shelter for unaccompanied children a protest happened about the trump administration's zero tolerance policy we did a story about it last week we talked about the um separation of the families Mm -hmm. um we updated that story and said that he revoked it but we don't know what is happening about the kids have already been separated if they're gonna come back we still don't know if anything of course comes up we will inform you guys but more than 1,000 protesters showed up to give these children a voice and a stuffed animal. I think that's really cute. Um, it was good. a heavy downpour that day. And Maria... Yeah, everyone got soaked. Like, all the reporters, everybody. Oh, Maria was soaked. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, she can't join us for today's show, but she wanted to let us know that it was a very wet experience. Check the weather before going to a march. <laughs> like, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, but I think it's super sweet and super important that people are protesting safely and, you know, the right way without violence or anything like that to get the voices heard. Yeah, and even willing to get, you know, a little soaked for it. (laughs) Just a little, you know. So on to the next story. Um, Government, the government and the nonprofits provide public water quality status. 
of Miami beaches and Biscayne Bay. So this story was by another SFNS reporter, Christina Garcia. So Miami-Dade County currently has two types of water quality programs. The first one focuses on the Atlantic Ocean and the health of its beaches. The other one tests water quality in Biscayne Bay. So these tests are done throughout many beaches in Florida um, under the healthy, healthy, excuse me, healthy beaches program. It's a statewide program focusing on making sure that bacteria in the water isn't becoming har- harmful to the public. Mm-hmm. Um, so if the test come back elevated the organization will test the waters again and determine if the beaches need to be closed so according to margarita wells who is a miami beach environment resource manager um she says human-based disturbances include seawalls being built instead of like natural shorelines so and the drainage systems for all the municipalities throughout miami dade just discharge their water into biscayne bay so there's like contamination going on there we need to just make sure our oceans and our waters are better. Like, we live here, you know. We, yeah. do, we need to do so, better. Well, if you want to check out more of these stories or any other, you can go onto our website. It's sfns.online. And you can read many more stories. All right. So we're going to talk about something that happened about three or four days ago in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, a, I don't want to say controversial, but a very sad, very violent story yeah. about a, a Bronx teen um, who was wrongful, wrongfully murdered um, by a gang of five. Um, so his name was Lissandro Guzman Felix, and he was um, stabbed several times in the body and in the neck outside of a bodega um, by five people, five people in a gang. Mm-hmm. So Guzman was thought to be someone who was part of a homemade sex tape with one of the gang members' sisters. Um, The sister claimed that she was being raped, so there's thoughts on that. That's why the gang went out and went looking for him, and they they found someone who looked like the person who was in the video. Yeah. Um, But it wasn't him. Um, So the this murder has drawn like widespread attention on social media and from celebrities cardi b donated eight thousand dollars to help guzman's family with the funeral costs the hashtag justice for junior junior's his nickname um has gone viral and carmelo anthony and his wife lala visited the family after they heard guzman was a fan oh that's um, sweet yeah it is and there's sixty thousand dollars in his GoFundMe at the moment yeah I that's believe. really that's really sweet you know, that since yes. everybody has Mm-hmm. And it's awful the way he died, like with a machete. Did to you his see the neck. video? I have seen like the stabbing part, but I yeah. haven't seen the like. So like machete. they went into the bodega, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the video is quite graphic. So oh, it really is. So they go into the bodega, um, and they drag him out, and they like a bunch of the members, like five of them like group around him and they drag him out and they they stab him like everywhere with machetes and you see him like walk out like he was dragged around and he walks Mm -hmm. out and he's like walking and like limping and completely covered in his own blood and it's yeah it's quite graphic it is so yeah since since his death the gang leader has made an apology on snapchat stating that they got the wrong guy wow that's great yeah (laughs) and that he's kicked out the arrested members from the gang Great, I guess. But guess what? Fabulous. A, a life a life is lost. A life has been lost. An innocent life has been yeah. lost. Like 
and he had a lot of potential he did like he was what 15 he was 15 yes yeah like it's so sad to hear to talk about to read about to watch it's great you made an apology that's great guess what yeah, I mean, there's really no point in that. Nothing. That point. Nothing. It's yeah. Um, since then, I think they've arrested about seven, seven people involved. You know, that's good. I mean, yeah. these people need to be taken off the street. You know. Yeah. Um, that's really great that a lot of people have been speaking out. The hashtag I've been seeing it everywhere on my social media. Justice for Junior. Um, Cardi B. Cardi B is from the Bronx. She mentions yeah. it a lot in her songs. So for her to donate the $8,000, I think that's really sweet and a great thing to do. Yeah, and I just, I think it's, like, super sad and super ridiculous, like, how they just, you know, jumped from, like, conclusion and just went in and did that. And, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's horrible. It's horribly violent and thoughtless and careless killing. It is. So like he he was he was planning on being a detective, like Aww. he w- he joined um, a program a police program for the NYPD. Yeah. Um, so he he had plans for his future and yeah. That's sad. Um, and uh, I think another controversial like video that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but what? it was of him like lying on the steps after yes. what had happened. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. And that- there were policemen, and I think they were like a couple blocks away from a hospital he was walking towards the hospital and he had collapsed and no one did anything and that was really when it honestly like broke my heart because no one did anything no one thought to like carry him or i don't know what the thought process was going on yeah right so that yeah that that part was when it really got to me another thing that just was very eerie was um a picture of him doing an art project um and when the finished product the finished art project Mm -hmm. kind of resembles the way he looked like when he was lying on the steps and i'm just like that is just freaky really (laughs) yeah it does it does i haven't seen that that i have not yeah it's it's almost like childish the little project it has like long legs long red legs and pants and blue like a blue hoodie sweater like a blue shirt like something like that um i don't know if it was him or not but it was it was also very strange (laughs) oh that's sad you know our thoughts with are with his family and his friends are grieving right now right yes very hard to move on from this story but we have some events yeah we have a couple events so um one of the first events is called eerie weekend with two two chains and diplo at 11 miami it's a 40 dollar ticket so if you want to have fun and you got the money, go for it. Check it out. If you guys are going to go to Key West, there is a Key Lime Festival from Saturday, June 30th to Wednesday, July 4th. And you're going to eat all the Key Limes, pies that you want. Pies, best pies. Mm-hmm. So if you got if you got some time and you, you can splurge, I suggest checking out these events. Yeah. Yes. So that is all we have for today's show. I'm Alex. And I'm Kristen. And this is Off the Newsroom from SFNS, signing off.